Hey, welcome to First World Boy. This is Will. Might have a little bit of car noise today, but just really discussing lessons around momentum. What I've learned and what I want to share with the people that I'm serving around music. Talk to you soon. Hello, welcome to First World Boy, this is Will. I was thinking today about momentum. One of the interesting things you'll find as you go through life is if you want to keep doing what you want to keep doing, you've got to maintain momentum. Sometimes we think it's money or support or, or what you're trying to do is life, like the world keeps turning at a certain pace and you know that's literally the, the, the planet will just keep turning whether you do anything or not but every day if you keep turning up that maintains like a minimum men- momentum there's a lot of M's in there so that momentum keeps uh, the negative part of your personality from attracting unnecessary distraction so if you're if you have a penchant for apathy uh, or laziness or being a dreamer or being distracted what happens is it sort of catches up to you. So think of it like, you know, if you're having a race, which is usually with yourself, is that if you maintain focus, that helps you maintain a momentum, even if that is literal or perceived, that momentum allows you to take risks allows you to become something new or different. But if you fail to maintain momentum, then distractions come in, focus isn't realised, and you can sort of feel like you're going in circles. I suppose you'd say the worst case scenario is a rut. And, um, oh, spectacular. At the moment, I'm looking at rainbows. Where I live, it's just uh, beautiful. We get a lot of rainbows. <laughs> See, distraction. There's also that age-old argument that if you get up early, uh, you know, what do they say? The early bird gets the worm. Or, um, so it's really about getting some of the best work done first thing in the morning. And I find that uh, where I am in my life at the moment, you know, uh, part of my routine is raising my four girls. I'm in a strange sort of predicament and I think when I was growing up, um, 
if I was to date a girl, I would only, it'd be one at a time, except probably in my late 20s. And um, you would find that um, I, I just enjoyed my own company. Um, but I remember my father saying, oh, well, have you got another one? You know, like you, gotta, you move on to the next best thing. And some people do have that strategy. They do it in business. They do it in life. And I used to think, oh, you know, you've got to have some time to yourself. But his theory was always around momentum. And the same in business. Have the next business ready. And the last business I had was about seven years and seven days. And I was able to have, I think it was just one long day a week. And then sort of seven, six half days. And enabled me to then, you know, I might do a 10-hour Monday and then uh, six fives. And it enabled me to spend time raising my girls. But we couldn't sell it when we wanted to. Uh, but at the same time, I had a second business that was doing well when we bought it. And we we're trying to run the two. It couldn't happen because we had another child. So it was like putting the two into one and then making the most of that one, which did well and we're able to sell it. And that's one thing they won't tell you in business, that about 80% of small businesses you can't sell. And interestingly enough, I listed it, but I ended up selling it by using Instagram. This is a few years ago, maybe 2018. And that's just using initiative and also drive. Like we had to, we knew we had a, a chance, a, a window in the market to do it. If we didn't take that or use that momentum, uh, we wouldn't have realised the sale. And that, and and like in business, sometimes people think you've run out of money. Sometimes it's actually energy and focus and momentum in that business. So, but when I came out of it, I knew because of the, the lateness of the sale. But at the same time, uh, I also wasn't sure where I would go. So my skills in the market and my age. It's going to sound funny. Um, and actually, actually, no, I'll be more honest, my network. So my ability, so there's momentum in my network. A lot of my successes come from the network. So there was no momentum there as well. So really what I found is I knew what I was in for. So I started to shift into doing what I want. And that is in itself a luxury, but it's an entirely new learning curve. So what it meant is... I was able to do more things with my children, but also my momentum gets affected by them. And um, also my change in my role. So my role was very physical. And now it's more in the desk or in the studio. But see, I also have to worry about that. So I've been able to create something that I've always wanted to do and something that's serving other people. Um, but now I'm coming to the point where I have to let it go. So I've done a lot of the work. Um, and it's been some of the hardest work I've ever done. So, uh, and to realise, you know, uh, one thing I've been lucky is that I always enjoyed giving customers value and also finding the motivated client because they don't worry about the cost of things. They worry about service. Um, you know, people will worry about, um, you know, in, if I work in a regulated market, have I done the right thing? But I have customers well over over a decade. Um, and the reason I have that for is a couple of things I used to do in business was once a year, if I found a client that had been ripped off, I would 
solve the problem only for the cost of the parts. So I'd say, okay, this is what they've done, this is what you need to do. And another thing, I never bagged the last person. I'd say, I'm not sure what they decided, but the better way to do it was this. And I would do it for them. And, and Or I would look for a customer who just didn't have the resources. My father used to say, charge people what they can pay. So you do have customers at times that are doing their best. I mean, I had a... Um, I had a lesson in that years ago. I had a contract where I had thousands of customers. I'd have to do about 10 a day. And this is in physical work, not in an office. You know, you can do far more than that in customer service. And uh, this bloke was a real righteous guy. He had a um, degree in Catholicism and a thesis in Islam. He, he worked for the military. And he was telling me how, you know, during the war over in... Um, Afghan and Iraq, and he, uh, uh, Afghanistan and Iraq, and he was telling me all this righteous behaviour about being a good human being. And here we are standing in the heat. I've just done some work for him where the government's paying for it if I do it to a certain uh, level, and uh, it was brutal. The, the conditions of humidity was about 99, and the sun was about 40, and he's gibbering to me for ages. Uh, wouldn't give me a cold drink. And I go to the next house. This guy has too many children. He's in a housing commission. Um, and he's clearly struggling. And I know straight away this guy needs, you know, it doesn't matter who you are, you still deserve the same service. And when I walked in, he said, oh, mate, it's a hot day. Look, I don't have much, but what I have is yours. And he gave me a cold drink with ice. And I just thought um, how fortunate I was. You see the two different... Uh, people and and actually even his generosity maintained momentum. I thought um, I was going to pass out for the day. The you know, the day's jobs would be gone. It was that uh, the conditions were that tough. And uh, one there's many different ways of momentum. Just keeps your focus, keeps you to move on to the next thing. And I'm coming to that stage now. Is that. Um, I want to get back to doing a little bit more music. Um, and I just mean more uh, like the recordings coming up. Uh, so I'm doing a lot of work to fine-tune, to make sure I'm looking after the customer because one of the benefits now is the momentum. We can use the internet to do that. And so a lot of what I'm doing, I can play some videos. Um, and so even social media can be minimal uh, because... Even to get to this point, it's taken a lot of time away from my music. So the momentum I've used has been shifting that energy from uh, my music into the journeyandsound.com. And the reason I made the changes is because I put that really to do a simpler new way to do it so that... So that what I've implemented is something that I'll do so that I don't lose momentum. And the benefit I get in today's world is I get to actually serve other people. And that's another thing about momentum is if you're just doing it for yourself, you can't maintain that momentum. But if you're doing stuff for other people, if you're serving more than yourself, then the byproduct of that service is momentum. There's so many facets that you've got to be aware of and I'm really looking forward to uh, being continually motivated in what I want to do 
by helping other people, giving value through not just my music being the art, but also the projects that I'm doing around Amped and Journey and Sound to allow people to maintain their momentum. Hey, thanks for listening this morning. I've been out and about, um, just dropping my daughter to footy. Uh, It's funny, they love dancing and football, uh, as in contact football. (laughs) Uh, And they're doing such a great job maintaining their own momentum. Really proud of them. Hey, thanks for listening. This is Will, First Wild Boy. Who's this? Rectangle. Who's that? Thank you. Who's this? Triangle. Good girl, Dad.